Hey guys, really exciting today. It's Ep2 of Become What You Want. Today's guest is an amazing guy. I just thought I'd give him a little introduction. He's my best mate, Alex Fleming, uh, Flemo. We speak about a bit about work, travel, one of our best travel journeys together. It was pretty funny as well, a few funny stories. And yeah, just have a bit of a chit chat. I hope you really enjoy it. It was an amazing experience, especially being the first guest. Um, there was definitely a bit of pressure, but I, I think we delivered. Never fought for real, just hid against the wheel. Turned away from all the things too hard to face. But day by day, I grew to stay and change the way I like to live. What I want There's no devil in the details Just breathe in and exhale And become what you want Helping hand, it ain't an issue Or just push on through with just you And become Hi guys, I just want to say a massive thanks to Brendan and Moon again For an absolute amazing introduction You superstar Got some really exciting news today though. It's ep one of uh, Become What You Want. And I'm actually about to introduce the first guest today. So give him a bit of a round of applause. Mr. Alex Fleming, AKA Flemo. How are you, mate? Yeah, good, mate. Good. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Absolute pleasure to be here. Yeah. How are you feeling, mate? Oh, no pressure. First guest. Oh, of... Good, mate. Yeah. Um, no pressure, mate. That's right. I perform well under pressure, mate, so it should be right. Yeah. Um, let's just um, talk. Yeah, let's just go over a bit um, how we know each other and how we first met. So I'll let you tell the story. Yeah. The story, where does it start, mate? Jeez. Uh, um, well, obviously, met each other. What's that? No, you go, mate. I'll, we, we went to school with each other, but we, we kind of hated each other when we were younger, didn't we? Yeah, it started off with a bit of a love-hate relationship, to be honest with you. Um, Crossy, I think Crossman wasn't the, wasn't, wasn't the uh, fondest of me. Nah, I'm really joking. Nah, but we didn't get along, um, but... Uh, you go. Nah, we were, uh, we, were at, we were at the same high school for... Obviously, for the first year, grade seven. Um, I think it was grade eight when you might have moved to Clarence. Yeah. Um, when you... It was uh, correct, I'm pretty sure. So, uh, we sort of knew each other on the outskirts, you know, here and there. Well, it was just obviously different friendship groups at the time, mainly. Um, yeah. Obviously, but also playing soccer for soccer for good old Nelson um, as well. So for, for a year or two there, um, obviously, you know, he came a bit closer there. But then obviously when he made the move to, you know, move to Clarence, obviously, you know, didn't keep in touch or wasn't, you know, wasn't best of mates at the time. So, um, but um, it was just, you know, funny how the works, the, oh, yeah. the world works sometimes uh, and the uh, the universe, you know, plays out. Um I uh, I uh, I think it was back in 20, 20, 2015, um, I, start, I uh, started up with a small little sales marketing company in Moona, um, I walked through the door, um, got the job and then uh, I was uh, in the office and they've, on, their, on their wall they've got, uh, they've got profiles of all their workers and et cetera, et cetera and uh, I noticed one of the profiles was was uh, big James Raymond Cross uh, sitting up there, and I was obviously realised at the time that he was working for the same company, but he'd already, he'd already moved to already moved to Adelaide by that stage. So, um, and then uh, and then I think after about six months uh, working for the working working for the uh, company, I um 
well, this company shut down and they've got an opportunity to move to, move to Adelaide. And then I guess that's where the, where the friendship sort of rekindled, mate. Um, we uh, sort of started living together. Um, one of our good mates sort of took us, took us under the wings of family, our own family in Adelaide. Um, and we were living together for a short period and then... And then sort of grew from there, mate. Yeah, well, it's, it's just fucking funny how like things work, isn't it, mate? Like, you go from hating each other and becoming best mates. So, no, I couldn't think of anyone else who I'd rather to have, um, you know, at one with a guest than one of my best mates. So, thanks for coming on, mate. Yeah. Um, Cheers, mate. Let's kind of just uh, get into it a little bit. So, um, obviously, let, let's not bore everyone listening, but let's go over a bit about yourself, mate. Um you know, maybe an interest, what you do for work, and a bit about yourself. Not, 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 not speak for ten hours, okay? <laughs> I'll keep it short, sharp, and shiny, mate. So, um, but yeah, obviously myself as well. Been a Tassie boy, uh, grew up in Hobart. I've uh, spent 20, 20 years of my life down there, and then made the made the move to move, move to Adelaide, um, just for work purposes at the time, and then um been still in still living in adelaide for um still to this day so been here for the last what seven years now coming up to eight years so i've really enjoyed my time here uh, met some great people got some really good friendships that build along the way but um what i do for work i just work for, for a little sales marketing company we do fire and fire work all across australia i love what i do you know especially the travel part which is awesome you know get to see some really cool places meet a lot of great people as well and um, you know we've we've got a really good really good crew that we that has got working for us as well, which makes you know life a hell of a, a hell of a lot easier as well. So, um, but um, but in terms of interests, you know I'm just like you, mate, just a sports mat, you know fanatic. You know you can talk all things sports all day long. To be honest with you, um, especially the footy. Um, I grew up playing soccer most of my life, really. Um, in terms of actually playing a sport, playing soccer, played soccer for. Uh, 11 years um, did good old Nelson uh, I haven't played since moving to Adelaide but yeah. might be getting back into it soon potentially maybe next year but um, but you know and also travelling as well obviously we've done a fair bit of travelling together as well well mate so we've got some stories to tell um, but obviously I would say the uh, biggest thing is, is the travel part and the sports mate so yeah nah I completely agree mate um Going on about your soccer, is it true that you could have played in the MLS or the the Barca Premier League over in England, or is that just a bit of a rumor oh, that you got a scholarship a when you were of, a bit younger? Uh, a bit of a bit of a rumor, not quite that yeah. good, unfortunately. But um, I guess there was a bit of an opportunity there as I came out of uh, out of college. Um, I was studying university at a. Uh, had a scholarship lined up to had a few offers for, with the um, national scouting report. Um, from one was uh, one was from Hawaii, one was from California, uh, but it uh, didn't end up going through it unfortunately, just because of the circumstances at the time and a few other things. But um, yeah, not quite EPL standards, but who knows? <laughs> well, the the school in LA was the biggest school in uh, LA, wasn't it? What what school was it? If you wouldn't mind uh, sharing. That was the uh, the old U Club, UCLA. UCLA. A massive school, so um, obviously a bit handy by you know playing soccer and stuff. What's an awesome thing as well. Um, one Not one sure. little question: favorite place you've travelled in Australia so far? Because you you touch base that you travel for work. Any 
Any hidden gems that you'd be able to tell us? Hidden gems? Well, I've been lucky to, I guess, explore a lot of really, really nice places that, you know, I would, you know, if it wasn't for my job that I've been doing specifically the last four years, I definitely wouldn't be able to say I would have ticked them off the list. So, um, been fortunate there, but, uh, I'd have to say Darwin, Northern Territory. I fell in love with the place the first time I went there. Um, just the just the atmosphere in terms of actually being in the Darwin CBD and the, and just the climate as well. I love being there. If anyone hasn't been up there, I'd highly recommend taking that off their list. Um, also, WA been down to towards uh, sort of Albury. I haven't been that as far as Esperance yet. That's uh, one area that I really want to tick off. But um, you know, there's a lot of areas I've been through WA. Um, even North WA, um, like Geraldton, um, which I really enjoyed as well. Just good little country towns, good communities as well that I sort of fell in love with while I was there. I was only there for a short period, but a um, couple of little hidden gems there. And also Tassie as well, but, you know, it's a bit, a bit biased, mate. Obviously, being a Tasmanian. So. Yeah. Uh, so, like, speaking to our international listeners right now, um, they might not know much about, about Darwin. So... I want you just to say a couple of things that you really like about Darwin. Like, is it the big crocs walking down the street of Mitchell Street at 2 a.m. in the morning? Or what, what's the vibe? Is it just like the tropical weather? Do you, is that... Yeah. Yeah, the people are a bit... Yeah, the people, I think it's got a... It's good culture up there. I think it's... Um, I know it almost reminds me of... A bit of barley sometimes when you go up when you go up there it's just like there you know especially if you haven't if you haven't been if you haven't been there you don't know but if you have been there obviously you'd know um you'd both smith street you know the the strip there where you got monsoons and you got the you got melaleuca the backpackers there which, which i've stayed a few times just especially on the weekends friday saturday nights that whole strip sort of just comes off and there's a great atmosphere about it um but also just the climate as well really enjoy the climate when i'm over there Wet season can get a bit rough sometimes, obviously with the humidity. Um, dry season's perfect, in my opinion. If you if you're going there for the first time, I'd probably go dry season. That way, you can get away from the winter down, obviously in the southern states. Um, but also those crocs, you got to keep an eye out for, mate. So, um, and also the indigenous indigenous community as well, which you know um, I think is awesome um, as well. Being part, being a bit more obviously part of it up there. Yeah. Um, is a bit of an eye opener, which is good. So, um, but yeah, I love Darwin. I've been there about three, four times now, and um, would love to go back again. Yeah, nah, for sure, mate. And I've been lucky enough to party with you up there as well, and enjoy it as well. So, <laughs> I definitely it, can vouch good. for that. It's hard the not be- to party up there, as you know. Yeah, the beers taste very good up there because of the weather, I think. And yeah, they they go down a lot easier. That's for sure. And um, yeah, I pay respect to obviously the indigenous culture as well, and respect um, you know. Yeah the way of life and um, very beautiful people as well. So um, what, what I want to kind of, we'll go over, we've gone over a few things now, but let's talk about one of our recent travel trips. Um, it was a pretty awesome trip. We went to America, well, I was in America and Canada last year, but lucky enough you flew over and we, we got to have a wicked few weeks together. Um, let's just touch base on that a bit. Um, do you want to go into it, or do you, should we just talk about the the whole, what what was your obviously we had a good time. Um, we had someone's uh, special event on that we went over for, but other than that, yeah. one of the biggest highlights was probably would you say going to a little town called Montreal? Or should we talk about that a little bit? <laughs> yeah, 
I think that's a good place to start, probably. Well, fuck, what happens in Montreal stays in Montreal? Or? Yeah, <laughs> to an extent, to an extent. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Some of the experience with our, with, with our listeners, but there'll be other stuff that you might just have to ask us when, when you see us face-to-face. Oh, face. mate, <laughs> fuck, what a place. We, we probably picked the rowdiest weekend to go. Unbelievable. Rowdiest weekend, I reckon, to go as well, so... Um, where do, where do we fucking start, though? That's where I'll... Maybe um, we'll start with maybe... Start go- with the first night as soon as we got in. Who knows? What, what happened the first night? Do you remember? <laughs> we went for a walk down the main street and it was just fucking chaos. And then we went... To- we didn't realise it was Pride Week or whatever it was yeah. that, that week. And then all these bars down. So we were walking down the. We were just walking down like the main strip, sort of. I think it's called on. Oh, no, it's just obviously where all the pubs and all the bars are and all the shops are. We we're walking, and then all of a sudden, we we're just like swarmed. Like people were walking opposite the, the opposite direction to us, and they were just wearing all these different kits. And obviously, I was like, "What's going on here?" We, then, we didn't. We didn't think anything else. to do with it, though. Like we had no. We were oblivious. We just went in the bars and we'll fucking they'll pack. Yep. And it, we're like, "Why are there all these fucking guys and no no chicks?" <laughs> like, let's just be honest. We're like. Fuck, what's going on? And we fucking went bar home and it took us to about the fucking... Th- and then we realised, oh, it's fucking Pride weekend. So, like, but fuck, it was so fun, man. Like, fuck, it, it was... Oh, that night, man, uh, crazy. Um, crazy. Then, yeah, crazy. it was just... And then we fuck, we're like, oh, we're not going to... You know when you're like, oh, you're not going to send it, you're not going to send it, like, night one. Yeah. We were fucking out till, like, fucking 2am still. And then, um... We went back and, oh, fucking sightseeing's the worst, isn't it, like, when you're hungover? No. That next morning, worst. we woke up and we were fucking feeling so, and we were like, oh, we're going to go get, I think it was, go to, there's this famous poutine place. Yep. What yep. was it called? Do, uh, you, do you remember the name of it? Uh, I'll find it uh, now. Well, do, you want, do you want to talk about, do you want to talk about how big my poutine is while I try to find that place? Uh, yeah, so this poutine place uh, is renowned for its, obviously for its poutine started, but I think it was created back in Montreal, so they've got the best of the best, you know, poutine there, but yeah, we've been told about this place all week, obviously back in Canada, so we're like, alright, oh, we know we're going to Montreal in a few days, so we've got to book it in. La Banquise so, is called, you keep going though. Yep, that's it. That's it. And um, so yeah, obviously you know we we find this place. We uh, we line up a massive line, obviously because it's you know number one hit spot in Montreal for its poutine. Finally get in, sit down. The place absolute buzzing. It's crazy. Everyone's smashing down their poutine. Um, and for anyone who doesn't really know what poutine is, it's just a fucking dirty food. You want to give them a bit of a rough down? Uh, yeah, just cheese chips gravy with melted like curd cheese. It's just filthy, like, and you can have, like, any topping, like, in Australia, we love our chicken, you could even have, like, a chicken parmy topping on your chips, like, oh, that would be good, but, like, you can have, like, Mexican, um, you can, like, literally have any top, I think Flem just had a pretty normal topping, like, the old Classico, and I had, like, fucking meats, so I just had, like, I think it was, like, maybe chicken, it might have been lamb, or just fucking heaps of meat and mine was like fucking three times the size of flames 
and I also got a little hot dog on the side because I'm, I was just a fat fuck at the time. I, got, I was probably another, uh, you know, 10, 10 kilos heavier as well. But, yeah, it was, it, it was uh, yeah, I've, I was pretty proud of myself though. I got, I got oh, through and, and smashed it. So, yeah. So that You're, was good. Uh, yeah, I think the uh, I think the, the couple next to us were pretty impressed as well, and uh, the waiter was looking after us. Um, I, I, he gave you a bit of a compliment for finishing off the dish, mate. He was pretty impressed with you. So yeah, no, nah, for sure. So that was a it was a great start no, it's, to it's the Montreal be. trip. So um, definitely, definitely uh, recommend Lab Banquets. So after the poutine place, we went. Was it? Did we go sightseeing, Flem? Or yeah, well, we went to that lookout. Got a few photos. Oh, still, obviously, quiet. Still struggling from the night before. Pretty hungover. I was in the back of the back of the cab, just sweating and. <laughs> we were in we were a mess. States, as, as you know, you could picture. So yeah, but. Um, but as when you're in Montreal, you've you know you gotta have a good time, but you also gotta you know do the do, do the touristy stuff and go do a bit of sightseeing. So I, I don't even know where, where what lookout it was. It was just like this lookout up the top of Palms. It was over it was the whole city. Sort of, like, yeah, it was pretty cool though. Like if you go to Montreal, definitely go check it out. It's definitely. Um, yeah. How about the random parades just going off in this city? Like the police would run out when we're in a taxi and like shut down the street and they'd start like a march a bit. Like this shit was happening like oh. every like, it was fun. Like we were so home, we're like, what, what the fuck are we watching? So, nah, what what a place. There was and, shit going on there, front and centre, honestly. Yeah. We'll, was- we'll touch base on this place next, so I think... <laughs> You you laugh about this so I think you'll know what's coming. The blind restaurant. <laughs> like, uh, the blind restaurant. One of our mates in uh, Kitchener, Toronto, he's like, you fucking have to go to the blind restaurant. Do you remember what it was called? Or, um, and and we we didn't believe uh, it. Le, Le Blanc. Yeah, Le Blanc, maybe. Yeah, I think so. I'll, I'll make sh- I'll have a go no, no, just no, to make no, sure no, too. No, but no, I don't know. But yeah, he's like, oh, you have to go there. It's a funny, like, and we're like, nah, it can't be like you go, like, it's literally, you you go to the restaurant and you're sitting in like a reception and they come out to you. And the waiter's like, oh, you, you just got to wait for your table. We take you into this room that's completely black and you put your hands on the, the back and you think, oh, yeah, you can see a little bit like when, you, when you're about to go into this room and the, the, the waiter's actually visually impaired as well. And like, like when you walk in, you, you literally can't see anything, and you can just hear everything. Like it's just, and then they take you to your seat, and you just sit in there, and like you just like what the, f-? like you literally like what the fuck, aren't you, Flynn? Like, just no, explain like the feeling of sitting down, like waiting for your meals, like. <laughs> You can hear everyone else, you know, talking. Because uh, we don't know, still to this day, we don't know how many people were actually in that restaurant <laughs> having a meal with us at the same time because it's literally pitch black. It's you cannot you cannot see a thing while you're eating. Uh, we ended up having to use our hands because you don't even know where you're putting the fork or knife in. So you, it's it's difficult. It's something that you're not used to. Obviously, you know it's. Yeah, you used to seem to be able to look at your food. Obviously, in this situation, you you can't say anything. So, um, but it was 
it was good food. Tasted good. Yeah, that's that's the most important thing. Who, I guess. who knows what we're eating, but it tasted good. Um, one other thing I'll say though is like it makes you like respect how how hard it like, mm. well not respect because that's the wrong word sorry it makes you realise how shit it would be if you were visually impaired and couldn't see and like the anxiety of living with like darkness in your life the whole time like it's yeah I think it just gives you a better, underst- a better understanding for sure of yeah um, I guess you know what it is to be uh, in their shoes I guess yeah know, for sure um, and um, how good they are at their job, man. Like, they were fucking crazy good, like. Oh, unbelievable. Yeah. That'd be, yeah, better weighted than what I could ever be. Yeah, for sure. I, I would have fucking spilled everything everywhere, man. Like, it would have <laughs> went fucking yeah, all like, over. No, no spillages, like, nothing. Like, they were, like, perfect. Oh, man, and I was, I, was, I was saying things yeah. before I was going in, I'll just say that. But, like, <laughs> I was literally... Oh, I wasn't in the best headspace when I went in, but it was a good time as well. So, uh, <laughs> um, I'm going to keep going now, though, because I don't want to draw on too much about that. And we've got a one more thing I'll go on about Montreal, and then I'll probably wrap it up. Yep. Um, bit of Montreal there, the festival. We went to a big music festival. Um, yep. What yep. A, it was a good fest. It was like a electronic. We just went for the one day. We could have, if we went for a few days, we probably would have died. Um, <laughs> fuck off. I can't even remember what it's called now. What's it called, Flynn? It was uh, Il Sonic. Il Sonic. And um, there was a lot of people there fucking pinging off yeah, their head. They, uh... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't pinging off my head, but there was a lot of people there pinging off their heads. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. What happened with the uh, with the blood nose, mate? Oh no, no, nothing, mate. Just too much to drink the day before. So just too much to drink. I was all good. Um, but yeah, that no, was interesting, man. Oh fuck, it was a pretty hardcore rave music. Um, what was pretty awesome. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, there was. Yeah, no, it was it was good. It was a great time. We met some pretty cool people there and hung out with them for the whole festival. What was good too. Um, yeah, that was good. Well, that was good. we we hung out. I hung out with him for most of the festival. The, the headliner was um, Swedish House Mafia. Um, yep. don't, don't you worry, child. That I'm not going to sing it because I'm fucking terrible. But I don't remember it. You went, you went, you went missing when they come out. Yeah. Where, then, where did you go? And then our phones. Oh, and like it was a wicked. Oh, oh. I was running, I think I was running around, like, because I was just pissed. I was just running around trying to find you, like, in the mosh pit and everything. <laughs> and I couldn't find you, man. Like, I was like, where is he, like? And then, like, our phones went flat. You didn't have, like, your phone went flat. And it was like, they just finished this fucking big set. And I was, there's, like, fucking 10, 15,000 people, I reckon. And I was like, yeah, it was and I was like, fucking, how are we gonna get back to the accommodation? We can't even find each other. It was fucked, fully fucked. I was like, oh no, I've killed Flynn in Canada. He's dead. Like, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you just pop up out of the blue. Like, it, oh, one of us is gonna end up on the other side of Montreal the next morning. We're gonna have to. It probably helped that I was in my outfit too. Yeah. What's that? My outfit yeah. was a bit outrageous, so it was maybe a bit easier to see me as well. Because I had the Adidas shorts and yeah. That. yeah, so 
And yeah, I've seen the yeah, Australia. Yeah, I think yeah, I've seen yeah, your Australian yeah, yeah. flag as well. I've seen the Aussie flag on your back. Yeah. And I reckon that's what got me to say, "Oh, that's Flamo," and we. I yelled out, and then we. Yeah, it was lucky. Lucky, 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 lucky you passed it to me because that was your. That was uh, yeah. Obviously, you were cranking it for most most of the day. Then you passed passed it over to me. So yeah. then I was repping it. For, and I was just chucking a sneaky half, the parrot. You know, I'll, I'll chuck in a sneaky joke to the parrot man, but that's what I'll say as well. So, um, <laughs> good old, good old parrot man, great yeah. man he is. Yeah, great man. Um, that's that's what we'll talk about, Canner, and a bit about Charlie. It's good to um, have a bit of a chat about that as well. Last thing, like obviously, um, it's good to have a bit of a yarn and speak a bit about you know troops traveling. That shit is pretty cool. Um, sure. You know a bit about yourself as well, but really um, the big idea of this is series is obviously speaking to people about what they're doing now and what they want to become so really like what what are you looking to become now alex over the say the next you know 12 months what are you working towards in the future and what's important to you oh that's a good question isn't it <laughs> well we'll start off what are you looking to become like are you working towards something oh for sure definitely i think um I think you know we we all have to make sure that we're working looking towards something and we have a vision for ourselves. We have goal, you know, without that purpose in our life, you know, it's otherwise it's you know you're it's, you're just going to be going around in circles. You're not going to be motivated at all to, yeah. to do anything in your life if if you if you don't have a vision or you know goals. So for me personally, it's just um, you know self improvement, self development's always just been a big thing for myself personally, and that's just I guess. Um, so, so we've asked. I guess, self, you know, defining. So, sorry, I'm going to. So, self development. I just want to interrupt here because I thought it was a good time. Would you say like reading yeah. books and things like that, and um, you know, that helps you become like a better person as well, like in self development. Yeah. Well, without a doubt, you know, yeah. it's it's yeah, it's it's one of those things where you know you have to you have to fall in love with what you can know, not what what you already know, do you know what yeah. I mean? Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's the, the development um, that's going to, you know, on a day-to-day basis, weekly basis, monthly basis, even yearly basis, you know, you've got your, your long-term goals, your short-term goals, but, um, you know, I'm a massive reader. I read books all the time. Self-development is key for me personally, uh, but I guess, you know, it's just like, it's just order to become the best Best possible version for yeah. myself. Um, no, well that's. And I guess you know. In life, that's all that, we want, isn't it? Like we just want to be better people. It so. is. Yeah. Um, exactly right. Exactly right. And then, and then defining what I guess, I guess what that looks like. Then that's the next question. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah, right, you want to you want to be the best version of yourself, right? What does that look like? What does what are the values that you know that that you want to stand by? What are the beliefs that you want to have? What are the thoughts that you want to continuously have and, and the actions you want to put in place to, to back that up, you know, to, to become that version of yourself? Um, you know, it's not going to happen overnight, but I think if you're consciously aware of it and you're putting in the effort day in, day out to, to better yourself in a lot of key different areas, then, you know, I think that's the best philosophy to have um, towards life. So I think that's the best, best approach, mate. Yeah, no, nah, absolutely, mate. One last thing before we're going to wrap it up there. Cause I think it's a good way you've just um, absolutely put. Oh, fucking can't even speak for it. Hit the nail on the head, you know what I mean? So um, just become what you want, mate. And I just want to say again, thanks for having this chat and being part of the, the, the app. Um, but I just want to say one thing. Um, 
Well, everyone can't see this, but this is your hat, mate. Um, you're the first guest in the, the series, and um, well done, mate. I'll, I'll, I can't wait to, to give this to you in a couple of weeks and say congratulations. Nice. Um, thanks for thanks jumping on the Become What You Want series. So, um, Looks good. Let, let's let's finish up there and say uh, thanks for coming, um, and hopefully we get to do this again soon. So thanks, mate. Nah, thanks very much for having me, mate, and uh, good luck with it all, and uh, wish the best, awesome. as always. Peace out. Have a good one. Cheers, mate. Thanks. So Ep2 wrapped up, guys, of Become What You Want. Just thought I'd throw it out. We are looking for more guests for the future. So if you want to be a guest on the show, just send me a message on Messenger, Instagram, or even give me a call, um, and we can touch base from there. But, yeah, peace out. Have a good one, guys.